Martini Jean. This is where I discuss things from matters of the heart to the heart of the matter and share my perspective, even though our perspectives might not be shared. Okay. All right. How are you? I hope you're doing well. This is Married at First Sight, Season 13, Episode 13. Tears, jeers, and 25-cent martinis. That's what I'm talking about. Thank you for the shout-out, Married at First Sight. Um, I, I knew you would finally, you know, make your way into acknowledging me. You know, acknowledge me, like Roman Reigns. <laughs> so thank you for the shout-out. You, know, you know, I've been watching you since day one, you know, season one, episode one. So finally, my name made it to a title thank you thank you so much <laughs> but anyway yeah this episode was uh more hate for johnny and um kind of getting frustrated i'm actually getting frustrated with a lot of people but the same people that i've been getting frustrated with i continue to and um also people that i wasn't frustrated with is growing i i now am frustrated with them so yeah let's let's why am i continuing let's 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 get it going so it's episode no sorry it's day 39 of marriage so we start off with uh zach and michaela and uh, again this is just not confirming but putting more evidence in my claim theory that zach does not know how to playfully banter so um it opens up with them doing the whole uh selfie cam thing and they're in bed it's the morning they just woke up Michaela, well not just woke up but maybe like they've been up for like 15 minutes or something michaela's on her phone just chilling and zach gets the camera and he's like all right this is what my wife does on normal days laying and laying around being a bum when are you gonna stop being a bum and she's like I'm not being a bum I'm just you know on my phone you know and it's just like I don't know like he really sucks at bantering and playfully having fun because because it sounds if anybody else said that it would I wouldn't even have I wouldn't be I wouldn't even be having this conversation but the fact that it's the way that he says it it comes off as degrading, even though he might not think that it does. And it might not even be an issue to anybody else. But to me, it just feels odd to me when he always says things like that. I don't know. And I'm not saying you can't rib your partner. Like, that's the joy of, you know, going back and forth. I mean, Mirla and Gil do it all the time. And to my knowledge, I don't think I've ever really harped on their bantering like there's there's some stupidity that goes on in between them but like they're bantering they have them going back and forth in a playful manner that's fine um and then with the expenses and stuff like that i mean i know i've definitely talked about the expenses and all that stuff but even within that conversation they still find a way to make light of it and make fun which is fine but with Zach, like he, it's bad. It just sounds bad, and I'm not saying bad. Like 
he's like a weirdo and can't he's socially awkward like like that but i'm just saying like the the phrases that he uses and, and stuff and i'm like why do you need to punch down i think that's what i'm trying to say anyway so it's 17 days until decision day and uh we can we it starts off with uh ryan and johnny um johnny's playing pool and i guess in the uh in the apartment complex and they meet up and ryan and johnny's like yeah you're the really only the person i can talk to because you're kind of going through the same situation i am and ryan's like yeah but uh you're getting everything that you asked for and then johnny just stops and he's like yeah i am getting what i asked for and i'm like yes that's literally exactly what i said in the last episode of this podcast I said, you're getting exactly what you asked for and you're still bitching, which means that you're never going to be happy ever. If you're still bitching about the very thing that you asked for, <clears throat> unless the thing that you asked for isn't what you expected and whose fault is that? You know, you're the one who asked for it. So you should have did your research to know that that's what you really wanted instead of fantasizing that that is what you want but anyway according to johnny he says that you know bow is doing more scheduling dates being more open and she's making an effort so that's what he wanted and he's quote unquote happy um he said that they went bowling the other day uh, and they were having fun it was very natural and then they show a clip of the bowling and he's like, yo, babe, are you having fun? She's like, yeah, I am. And they both start laughing. Because Johnny's kicking her ass. I think it was like 73 to 163 for bowling. And she and he was like, yeah, 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 let's look at the numbers. Let's look at the numbers. And she was like, no, 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 numbers don't matter. It's all about having fun. It's all about having fun. Which is ironic. Because for one, you know, this is Mrs. Spreadsheets over here. Mrs. Microsoft Excel. So um, she definitely cares about the numbers and statistical things so i found that hilarious and hypocritical but the other thing is like she's literally saying the very thing that uh johnny has always wanted her to be to be in the moment it's all about fun it's not about the data you know so she's finally getting it ironically enough even though she didn't catch it you know because she's just having fun she's like oh no 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 numbers don't matter it's all about being fun it's all about having fun yes it is that's the same that's the thing that he wanted to drive home when you guys were doing the painting thing all you were thinking about was the numbers the exactness the strategy you even told him how to paint his portion of the painting to match your portion of the painting realizing not being in the moment just be in the moment and have fun you were too rigid too statistical you know so i just found i just found that it was funny that even her without unbe unbeknownst to her she realized that well i don't even know if she realized but this is what johnny was speaking about when it was when he was like it's all about fun so i thought that was good um so yeah um let's see um what else 
Um, and then Johnny Johnny asks uh, Ryan, "Do you think you can avoid the bad and just focus on the f- focus on the good?" And then Ryan's like, "No, that that's unrealistic. I understand the sentiment, but you can't do that." And um, yeah, he's right. You know, you got to take everything as a whole. You can't just. I mean, I know there's sometimes where you're like, "Okay, let's." put this under the rug for now and let's keep going but eventually you're going to have to clean under that rug because all the dust is going to accumulate and it's going to be one big ass lump in the rug and you're going to be like yo what the hell is that let's look under there it's like no it might be too big to freaking (laughs) you know the dust bunny might be too big to destroy or something like that you know you need to eventually see what's under there and clean it up you know and talk about it and um johnny's thinks he's johnny thinks that ryan is a bit too negative uh is a bit too negative on the situation and i'm like what excuse me like you're literally the dude that said that you'd rather be with anybody else than bow last episode so who's the negative one that what is it i always get this freaking phrase messed up but what is it it's 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 like the kettle calling the pot black it's like fam like you're soup you're mr negative what do you mean shout out to doom patrol mr negative anyway um (laughs) it's like what you're the one who's um negative so they're talking so the night ends uh johnny and bauer in bed and he's he's talking with bow yeah he's talking with bow and he says that first off that ryan is the last person that he should have been talking to because johnny feels that he's in a better place in his relationship and i'm like are you though are you i mean you I mean, the only thing that you're quote unquote better about in is that Brett has no idea why Ryan doesn't like her. And Johnny has all but told Bao what he doesn't like about her. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, that's the thing bound you you have given every excuse as to why you don't like bow so in that essence yeah you guys can work on it more where ryan refuses to ask brett i mean ryan ryan refuses to tell brett what's quote-unquote wrong with her that she can try to decide what's going on so they can help each other while they're having pool ryan said that she hasn't done anything wrong so that's even that sucks even more that like he can't even tell her like yo this is what you're doing wrong which essentially is stupid because he literally showed us camera footage of what he particularly doesn't like you know leaving the leaving the bedroom a catastrophe because all the all and the and the laundry closet room like all her clothes are strewn about like it's a scavenger hunt or something like that like someone's like 
it's as if somebody was like rummaging through her clothes no it's like some it's like okay it's like you having a laundry bag with you and every step that you took you took out an article of clothing and you put it on the floor while you're walking from let's say the kitchen to your upstairs bedroom it was like that it was like a trail of just clothes i don't know why you can't say something about that one and two think that she wouldn't be hand she wouldn't be able to handle you saying to clean up after yourself like that's my thing i don't know i know he has more things but that's the thing that he presented to us and he's like oh yeah i don't want to hurt her feelings because there's there's going to be some you know tough conversations that we can't no tough conversations that we're going to have to talk about that that i don't want to because it's going to be rough and i'm like that shouldn't be one of them you should be like yo clean up after yourself like trust me if i took pictures of my room you'd be like fam how do you even where's your bed where's your bed in this picture i don't know where it is i'm a messy person i know that which is weird because i do like being organized but also i have a really small ass room like i i have outgrew my room with the stuff that i have so i don't have a mat like if i had a master bedroom it'd be a different story but i don't i just have one of those side bedrooms so everything is on top of each other and all that stuff i'm granted it's, it's not an excuse i i know i could you know um i know i could um make this better but but still i'm busy and all that stuff but regardless you should be able to have a conversation with her to be like hey it'd be really nice if you cleaned up after yourself or what can we do to not get this room or this house to to get up to this mess like do you want me to do the laundry on whatever like monday tuesday and wednesdays i can do it and you can do it thursday friday saturday whatever um however you however you however you would do it you know just try to do it like that um so i can understand that but i don't i don't i don't understand why you can't have this conversation with her or you're scared to have the tough conversation like that should be fine it should be fine but okay anyway johnny's saying that yeah he's in a better position whatever um and he says okay he has there he says that there's a lack of foundation and also a lack in these three key areas and he says that if they can work on these three areas then everything will be all right so he says trust communication and having a solid friendship and he says if we have those three we wouldn't have the problems we we are having yeah we wouldn't have the problems we were having if those things were very strong though and i'm like sure but those three things take time though and also you should have a solid friendship already because you guys knew each other you know you guys knew each other beforehand so you should actually have a leg up in that situation and to also one you should have a leg up in that situation with the friendship and and to also find out that you guys are very similar that should have solidified it and you guys are dating 
I mean, yes, you guys are married, but you guys are dating. You guys are finding out about each other. What, what is this? This is um, day 39. You know, you guys... Okay, it is day 39. So you guys should have at least a good relationship and friendship with each other. And he doesn't because he's in his head. Like, you guys are dating, going out, having sex what do you think that is like that that is cultivating a friendship a relationship and the communication shit i mean you guys talk all the damn time but you guys are like just like he said you guys are living like two lives and well seeing things from different perspectives i should say and uh bow disagrees and says that if they started from jump as friends then the emotional intimacy wouldn't be there which is what you need in a marriage and what and that's what she said and because she was saying that you know dr viviana told them to spice things up in the bedroom but johnny's saying that the emotion stuff doesn't do anything for him and he's just going through the motions so now he's just saying that the the sex is whack or maybe the sex is not whack but it's like okay yeah we're having sex now see that's the thing before he was fiending for that pussy but then now that he's getting it he's like eh whatever you know that's fucked up man that's why girls don't want to give it up because then now you disavow it you're like yeah yeah i already had this pussy it's like what else you got you know and that's fucked up that's why girls don't want to give it up as easily as you want them to because you just devalue it it's nothing to you when like she gave your when she gave herself to you in a very in a very vulnerable spot and it's so funny too because like they show they showcased times where he's bull he's bullshitting saying that oh he's just going through the motions where like you know they did the sex and intimacy intimacy stuff you know with the dice um him kissing her navel and all that stuff her dressing up as a nurse um you know her requesting to have sex either every day or every other day um yeah he's saying oh that's nice but like I want to be friends. I want to be friends. All right. Well, what do friends do? Go out on dates, talk to each other, and have fun. That's literally what you guys have been doing. So why are you bringing up things to do when you're already doing them to attain the friendship that you want? You're the one who's stopping it. I don't know. Um... And she gets mad because since he doesn't feel that it's working and he wants things to change, he doesn't want the intimacy stuff anymore. He wants to more focus on the friendship. She's saying that Bao says basically she has to conform to whatever needs. Uh, he, he has, she has to basically conform to whatever needs he needs when it's actually two people in a marriage. And then he just, he gets all angry and he gets like miffed, like, what? You defied me with logic? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so he's like, oh, so what you're saying is that we shouldn't be friends, huh? Like taking her whole prospect out of context. It's like, no, idiot. She's not saying that. <laughs> She's saying that in a marriage, 
there needs to be emotional intimacy. And yes, of course, Johnny, there needs to be friendship too. And what you guys have been doing has been trying to cultivate that friendship in going out, uh, uh, going on dates, having conversations. Like what, what other things did you need for her to do that friends do? You, you know? Like, I don't know. Like, do you want, like, the goofy stuff? Like, remember when she had a whole bar night, like, bar night, date night, and had wings and, and darts? Remember when you guys were, you know, when uh, she invited you to your house, you guys were playing lightsabers for, like, a bit? Like, what do you, what do you want for her to do? Like, what do you want in terms of friendship? Like, do you want her to play mario kart with you like video games wise like what do you what do you want i don't i don't get it but anyway um yeah he gets really he gets really like i don't know flustered for like no reason um it's stupid i don't know anyway 16 days until marriage so now the big dogs, Pastor Cal and Dr. Pepper are on the scene and they are there to pretty much reveal, not reveal, but to get people to reveal some of the unanswered questions that they would need to ask their significant other so they can make a decision to say yes or no on decision day. That's, that's what they're there for. So we, the couple that we started off with, Marilyn Gill, um, the, the Pastor Cal and Dr. Pepper, they see um, they see the people individually, um, and it, it depends on whoever. I mean, sometimes I think it's kind of strategic, but you know they're just seeing who they see. So Gill is seeing. I think Gill saw Pastor Cal. Yeah, yeah, Gill saw Pastor Cal, and he was like, okay. Everything is going good. It's like, do you think her tantrums may be too much for you? Because you know how her tantrums are. And then they, they give a beautiful showcase of her just deading everything. I mean, half of half of it was kind of Gil's fault because he didn't know that she didn't like, uh, what is it, plane sailing or whatever. Um, not parasailing, but, you know, going in the going in the plane and going over the ocean and shit like that i forget what it's called um but other things you say hey you want to go paddle boarding she's like no it's like hey do you want to do a body shot no i'm not doing that and i will never do that and you know you know come on we know how Marilyn is she shuts down everything so he's like yeah those things are gonna be too much for me because when she gets in her negativity it affects my mood and he's like i'll be damned if my mood gets changed because of you you know so he's like all right well you're gonna need to ask her why does she do that why why, why does that happen and then uh past uh dr pepper and Mila talking um and she's dr pepper is, is saying hey okay what are some of the things that you want to know from Gil and Mila's like well I want to know what do you need from me what am I not doing enough of um and um 
Dr. Pepper says, you're a very critical person. And she's like, I am, Dr. Pepper. I am. And, I, oh, I forgot to say, this is where the 25-cent martini title comes from. It's because Mirla goes in super drunk because she went out with her friends before this. I guess just to unwind or whatever. But they were doing 25-cent martinis. So she went in. I don't know how much money she did, but she was drunk. She wasn't drunk off her ass, but she was lit. Um, so she was very emotive, we'll say. Very smiling. Her eyes were wide open like she did like she did a line of crack. I've never seen her eyes open that much because she's always um it's always not beady. I don't want to say that beady has a negative connotation, but like her eyes are mostly closed. Um but she's like, yeah, I am a very critical person. And then Dr. Pepper's like, well, you know, a constant rain of criticism can ruin the mood. So um, so you need to, like, work on that before you lose a good man. And she's like, yeah, I know he's a good man. And then she starts crying. It's like, I know I would, I knew I would be happy in a marriage. But I didn't think that I would put everything, I don't know that he would be, I no. I knew that I would be happy in a marriage, but I didn't think I would get everything that I wanted and more. I'm very happy. Yo, I'm telling you, man, ever since my ex-fiance said that shit, one, it's been coming up a lot, and two, it hurts every time. <laughs> it hurts every time I hear that I didn't, uh, I, I got everything that I wanted and more. Hurts every time. Anyway, but yeah, so that's good. I'm, I'm happy for me other than she got over herself because again like i said she's very lucky that she did this process because gil would be somebody that she would not have wanted as a partner let alone let alone a date because remember she didn't like bald people and she didn't like cheap people and gil is both of those but he makes her feel like a princess and like a woman and, and he's very manly towards her and takes care of her, all that shit. She would have missed out on all of that. So take note, ladies, okay? Get over yourself and try to see what is out there for real as opposed to the artificial and arbitrary traits that you think a man should have in order for you to be happy because Mirla is a testament to how you guys are self-sabotaging yourself and finding a real a real partner for life because of your asinine rules and regulations again if she's they she said it if 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 she saw Gil in a bar or whatever she wouldn't have looked twice but now look at her crying on the couch saying that she got everything that she wanted in a partner and more despite the fact that two of those things that she had on her list he has see see how that works so get your head out of your ass ladies and look at the person for who they are not what they are Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Anyway, we get to Michaela. So, um, so Michaela, Michaela is talking with Pastor Cal, 
And he asked her to ask Zach, you know, what is that ideal marriage he thought of? Because she, because she just wants Zach to be happy. It's like, I want Zach to be happy because he's, you know, wilding out all the time. I've seen Happy Zach and I want Happy Zach back. It's like, okay, good. But, you know, you need to be happy too. And she keeps saying that, yeah, he has this ideal, he has this ideal marriage. And he's like, well, you need to ask him what he thinks of that. What What is that? What is that ideal marriage? And it's true because he says it all the time. Oh, I've wanted this forever. I've wanted this since I was five. Or whatever he says. I was like, all right, well, what the fuck is that? So Zach is seeing um, Dr. Pepper. And um, Zach starts crying because to him, he says he's a perfectionist. And everything in life that he does is never good enough. And he knows that he can't have that mindset in a relationship. But you can't have that mindset in life. And I I understand him because I hate saying it. I guess guess I'm a perfectionist too. Um, But that doesn't mean that I'm perfect, like, I don't know, I I don't know if I can explain it, it's just that, I don't necessarily think that, like, there, okay, there are some things that I want to change about my podcast, um, that I want it the way that I want it, as opposed to it being perfect, if that makes sense, um, so, that's why I hate saying that I'm a perfectionist. It's not that I'm a perfectionist. It's just that I just want it my way perfectly as opposed to, oh, no, this is the most efficient way of doing this thing perfectly, you know? So that's more of that. But that's why I hate that word because, I am I mean, geniuses are perfectionists, you know? And I, I definitely don't consider myself a genius. But, um, yeah, that's going to get in your way. And, and Dr. Pepper said that too, like, She's saying, like, that's impossible. Like, you will get in your way all the time. That is a horrible way of living. And look at him. He's crying all the time. So it's like, he's crying all the time because everything that he does is not meeting the cri- the astronomical criteria that he has set out for himself. Yeah. Like, <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Like, that's, no. That can't happen you need to get out of your way and you know it's true i I mean i will take that advice home as well um it is hard uh to not think that way but i understand him too about uh, everything that he does is not good enough because i feel that way uh that everything i do is, is not good enough and i'm like damn like i need to i need to do more i need to do more but like no you could you could you're good as yourself man you're good as yourself and um you're all right you're all right as yourself it's not it's not it's not bad to grow you should grow but that doesn't mean you need to be perfect in that growth no one's perfect and you shouldn't think that way so we go to uh mirla and gill um they 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 meet each other after their session and again she's feeling all touchy and giddy and touchy feely i'm like oh only because she's drunk she like this is the only way that i can get the affection that i want is if you're drunk if you, like this is this is bad because before she wasn't she wasn't ever like that um and the only reason why she's acting like that is because she's drunk so and that sucks because like 
you know, it, let's say she like wanted it then and there, or well, not then and there, because one, they're in a restaurant, <laughs> but like if she wanted to do something later, he can't even, he can't even take advantage of that because like, oh, people are going to say like, oh, well, she's drunk. She can't consent. You know, even though it was on TV and is documented that, you know, she could have wanted some, he's still going to go to jail for a rape and um whatever uh sexual assault because it it would be deemed wrong even though like you can clearly see that she probably wanted some <laughs> you know that's what's fucked up man about this fucking world but anyway yeah i don't like i don't like the fact that she's all touchy-feely exactly how he wanted it from the start only because she's drunk <clears throat> but um he uh gil asks her you know why do you get moody and she's like well because of my introvertedness and um when i'm done with people i know that you know my husband is not done with people so you keep talking and then she says she feels uncomfortable or not happy and i get moody and i get needy and um he's like all right well what can i do to quell that and he's like well you already do it you, you act like my buffer you're a distraction he's like oh all right all right that's cool that's cool and he's like, well, she's like, well, what can I do to, you know, you know, not be like that moody and stuff like that? He's like, well, not do it to not get in that mood. And then they start laughing. And I'm like, yeah, he's not wrong. Stop doing that shit. But then he's like, well, no, you can get like more affectionate because that'll be your distraction to me instead of like pulling away and just, you know, sitting in the corner or something like that, you know, grab my arm or something like that. Be, be more affectionate. And she's like, oh, OK, that makes sense. yeah so we get to zach and michaela and then michaela uh they're meeting after their uh conversation with the experts and michaela asks what is your ideal marriage and he's like well you know it's me and my wife in the kitchen cooking with the kids all over cooking breakfast and just playing like that's my ideal marriage like someone who's there for me someone who's there supportive by my side blah 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 all this stuff and i get that um because like that's my i mean not his not what he said but like my um ideal the picture the image that i always see is with me and my wife old like in our 50 well in our 50s 60s right like 56 57 or something like that and our kids all around our tape like dinner table with their kids around thanksgiving uh and everybody's you know just talking laughing you know drinking whatever and the kids are you know uh, i guess technically your grandkids are just playing on the floor or whatever playing with each other and stuff and then me and my wife looking at each other like wow like this is our family we did this you know like that's my dream image but I'm 41. Then I what I say 56 57 that's 15. That's 15 years or whatever. 15 16 years. I'm horrible at math. But that image cannot exist. Maybe when I was supposed to get married at 32 that image could have been solidified. But that image is no longer possible. Or at least in the form that I'm thinking about. So, 
I need to I need to get rid of that picture just like Zach needs to get rid of his perfectionness. And I just need not need to create. I think I just whatever uh, there needs to be no picture. Whatever that picture ends up being when I look back at it is the new picture. You know, and it's kind of, and that's the, that's really the first time that I'm saying that to myself. And it, it's kind of bittersweet, you know, because again, it's something that I thought that could happen and it's not anymore. You know, it's like one of the last things, because again, um, I've talked about it like with my ex, you know, with you guys, with my ex fiance, uh, you know, getting, you know, when we were going to get, ma- well, one, getting married, two, naming our, child slash children the names that we were going to name them her and i getting married gone our children's names gone i can't ever use them again and now the picture that i've always envisioned marriage to be no longer can exist so and i understand why zach is crying because it's hard i'm trying to fight the tears myself but that's just how it is you know you just need to live the life currently right now and try to make the best of it but you can't have the picture that you idolized it's not fair and it's just gonna make you sad like it's making me sad right now (laughs) instead of trying to just be with a person and you know uh being happy you know so yeah (laughs) um where we at oh yeah so michaela is asked are well you know what's your ideal thing and she's like well you know mine is just romantic and marriage to me is having a partner having my marriage is having a partner it being romantic um and having a goal something to look something to look something to work towards and very large goals this is what she wants so i get that that makes sense that's more realistic i I mean i feel that so good for her but she's but she does say that she has her walls up and her guards up and zach's like oh really you do and she's like yeah because you never make me feel like there's a future ahead that's why she can't she said that's why she can't envision kids and all that stuff like he can because he always gives her things like yeah you know i don't think we're gonna make it i don't think this you know so like he's kind of playing both sides he's like well you know we're not gonna make it so whatever but at the same time but i do envision a future with you it's like well what which one is it it can't be both but i think he's just trying to whatever the situation is going towards he's gonna he's whatever the whatever train track the situation is he wants to switch on it he'll switch to it so he doesn't get hurt so it's like, okay, if it's not going to last, okay, fine, cool. I'm on this track. I'm on track A. It's not going to last. Cool. I, I, I've switched my mentality. But if it is going great, awesome. You know, I'll switch to track B and I'll be fine too. This is great. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
because he doesn't want to get hurt. So um, that's definitely not a way of living. I mean, yeah, you can you can you can keep going, and you can decide what you want to do, but you can't keep flip flopping like that, especially to your partner. Because again, yeah, the how can the partner trust you if you keep changing your perspective on things to suit your current situation you can't do that so zach is wilding out i'm not feeling zach right now michaela um you know i've always had beef with her but right now zach is wilding out because he's not giving her a straight answer <clears throat> um so we go to johnny and bow um so oh uh not Johnny and Bao. It's them, but individually with their experts. So Johnny's with, uh, oh no, Johnny's with um, Dr. Pepper. So he's like, when I'm with her, I'm somebody that I don't want to be. And it's like, what? Why do you, again, dagger statements, dagger statements. And he's like, you know, we're trying to speak the truth to each other. And she's like, and Dr. Pepper's like, no, you're speaking from your perspectives. That's not the truth. Because he keeps saying that they are in like two different worlds or, or something like that. And they keep talking and they, they, yeah, they live in two different worlds. And he doesn't see why he doesn't see why she can't see what he sees and vice versa and he's like no you're living in perspectives you're not living in truth so you need to find out what that truth is um and bow speaking to pastor cow and she says like i don't know why he, he that she gets cut down all the time and and she's like, yo, I, I, I think that Johnny is checked out. It's checked out in marriage. He's not ready for marriage. I feel he's 80% checked out. And I have a husband on paper. That's what she feels. And then they and then they give a whole montage of Johnny. Um uh, saying all these derog not derogatory, but like saying all these horrible things to her saying you know like oh um you get very giddy almost like a little kid personally i don't find that attractive and then number two if this was a dating scenario this is where things would end number three i don't want my family to get attached to you and she get attached to my family if i don't if i don't even like her i wish i was matched with literally anyone else what i have in front of me right now is what is not what i want and it's like fam you're like destroying her and then i didn't realize it until i saw all those three things and i'm like yo i think maybe this is how his dad acted to him for some reason he he looked like a dad it looked like he was like regurgitating things that his dad would say to him like because you know his dad is super strict he didn't even want he, his dad didn't even want him to get in this marriage and all this stuff and he's like and you know what was the first thing that he fucking said is she asian the fuck does that matter like i know you're old school i get that pops 
But like we're in fucking 2021 and he could get with it whoever he wants. Okay. But like what I mean by him sounding like a dad is like it seems as if he is trying to do like tough love and to course correct her and you know to like straighten her out and put her like in order but no that's not how you do it because it it's it seems very tactile and strict i don't know it's it seems like he was acting like his father the way that his father acted to him and well johnny you saw how that turned out you're a fucked up individual (laughs) so why are you fucking up somebody else's life because your internalness is fucked up you know but um yeah and she says that he uh, bow says that he doesn't have the emotional maturity to be a caring loving husband or father and I feel him. He would be a horrible dad. I'm sorry, Johnny. You would. Because <laughs> you, 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 would, you would just be honest. You, you'd be brutally honest. And that kid would freaking cry to high heavens. You wouldn't know how to calm the kid down. And you would just expect the kid to just take it. You know? And then guess what? He's going to act like you. Run away. Either to the house. Or to another room like you do like his dad and you're just perpetuating this generational cycle and it's fucked up um yeah johnny's fucked up man (laughs) so uh we go to brett and you know she's talking to pastor cal and she was saying because he was saying, okay, what are the things that would make you say yes on decision day? And she was like, you know, willing for him to be more open and I'd be willing to stay. Um, and then Pastor Cal says to Brett to ask Ryan, what, ask him what his ideal wife is. And she's like, well, I know it's not me. He's like, well, all right, that's fine. That's fine. But... You need to ask him what that ideal wife is. And when did you give up on this marriage? And she's like, hmm. You know, because those are very good questions. And and with those questions, whatever the answers are, you will know where you stand. Those are very good questions. You'll know where you stand with him. You know, you'll know why he is the way that he is. All that stuff. It will answer like 90% of your questions. It will make you, I don't know if it'll make you feel better. But not. it'll make you feel better because you'll know where you stand. And that's what you want. Um, and then uh, Dr. Pepper is talking to Ryan. And Ryan, uh, Dr. Pepper asks, like, okay, well, when, when, did, when did you start changing? Because at the beginning, you were happy and go lucky with her. What happened? And then she was like, well, doc, he was like, well, Dr. Vivian's first visit. Um he, he it, you know, because he was kind of like put on blast and he was like, well, you know, I care for her and stuff like that. But but it's like, OK, but uh, uh, Brett is farther than you in like than you are. Right. And Ryan's like, yeah, um, I, I believe that. So it's like, yeah. And then 
Dr. Pepper is saying that Ryan needs to put in more effort. And, um, yes, he, okay, he has put an effort with the scavenger hunt thing and, and, and all that stuff. He, he has in that aspect, but like, um, she is right in the sense as if, uh, Dr. Pepper said that they, it's been 39 days and they barely know each other because they don't want, they're, they're walking on eggshells. They're doing all the surface stuff. Yay, let's play the Jenga game and I'll compliment you. Yeah, I'll do a scavenger hunt game and, you know, you find stuff in the, you know, you, you find stuff in your shoe, blah, blah, blah. But, yo, wh- wh- how do you feel about this? How do you feel about that? They never have deep conversations because he wants to avoid that. And with that, they don't know each other. So, yes, she is correct. She he needs to put effort in those things because once you have those deep conversations, now you can have that emotional intimacy, and then you'll see where you stand with her, with Brett. Because right now Brett don't know shit about what she needs to do in order to be liked by you, and that's not to say that she does need to do something, but at least she needs to know what the fuck is going on in your head. Because essentially, he's he's holding the relationship sabotage and hostage. He Yeah, sorry. He's holding the relationship hostage. And she needs... She doesn't need to, but she needs to go by his lead, essentially. He needs to be like, you know what? All right. Yeah, I'm an idiot. We good. Let's go. And then that's it. But this guy's freaking holding up the the holding of the relationship because he's scared to have a conversation so um so they go back to johnny and bow now they're talking to each other and um he's like yeah you know things are good what do i need to do and like you know they get like a little heated argument um i forget what the semantics was about but he was but yeah he was just saying oh what do i need to do whatever and like whatever she was saying he kind of wasn't i mean he he verbally agreed but you can see that how uneasy he was agreeing with whatever she was saying because maybe maybe because she was right but also at the same time he's like oh why do i need to do all the work you know it, it, you're the problem you know that's what he's thinking and he's like he's like listen pal you know like you know, if if I liked you back then, we would have been dating for 15 years. But I wasn't attracted to you then. And I'm like, God damn, man. Why are you saying all this shit? And, like, it, you can see, like, you literally saw the wave of emotions fly over Bao's head. And, like, just wash over her face. Like, holy fuck. Like, one, another dig to him. And, two, remember, she's had a crush on him for the past 15 years. She held... She still has a text bubble conversation by from him 10 years ago. Just saved on her phone. Not even saved, but just there on her phone. And it's like she had this crush and it was all for nothing. Because this guy keeps shitting on her for no reason. And it's so stupid. Ugh. And then another stupid thing, Brett and Ryan meet up afterwards, and she didn't ask the questions that Pastor Cal told her to ask him, because now she's scared about what the answers are going to be. 
and he's scared to ask her what um dr pepper told him to ask so now they're both scared so now they're in the exact same position now it's a stalemate it's a stalemate now they can't then they don't want to they don't want to rock the boat but sometimes but it's not even a good boat that they're on <laughs> you know like i can understand it feels like a really good situation and you know you don't want to talk about things because it'll fuck it up oh who, who, who was in that before Wait, was it last season i forget it was the same thing maybe it was um uh brett and olivia or something like that i don't know no no that was two seasons ago oh my god i don't remember now but yeah it was the same situation like they didn't want to things were going good let's not fuck it up um but things aren't even going good to not rock the boat for i mean to rock the boat for you know it's like okay so if okay if you don't rock the boat it still sucks <laughs> because nothing is happening right now um whatever um 15 days until decision day so everybody has like a go golf a uh, volleyball thing uh you know it's a sand volleyball to just hang out and have fun you know de-stress so everybody's on the court i mean some people are coming in late but then like bow comes in in a whole like cheerleader outfit like legit cheerleader outfit like she bought it from like party city or some shit or like she dug it out from her old college days in her school um and i'm like why is she dressing like that i mean yeah sure she looked hot because obviously it's a cheerleader outfit but at the same time i felt instantly bad for her i was like yo i hope she's not doing this for johnny because i will fuck him up <laughs> um but he looked surprised as well so i guess she did it for her or or maybe she didn't okay what i meant to say was i thought that johnny requested for her to do that but uh, that's bad but from but I, I didn't i also didn't want her to do it for johnny to please him to you know make him seem more attracted to her by living out his hentai fantasies you know what i mean and you know if she did it for her then okay fine then that just adds more coolness to bow to just do that stuff because she doesn't mind dressing up which is cool so i mean you can add that to role playing awesome you know you're welcome johnny uh but it's like i yeah i really hope she didn't do that for him not at his request but just just for him to so she so she could feel that he's looking at her again because like yo you're a freaking administrative director for cancer research what the fuck are you doing in a cheerleader outfit <laughs> for a man you know what i mean like fuck that guy if he's making you feel that you need to be this thing to be a caricature to be a fantasy to be wanted the way that you want to be wanted you know like fuck him if it was her idea and all that stuff okay cool what wh who am i what can i say but still i i didn't like that um yeah so um yeah and they're all talking about how you know their 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 meetings went and of course johnny 
thinks that it sucks and then you know freaking gil the oracle apparently because he thinks he knows everything saying oh man you know you just need to be happy man you need to be happy he's like yeah no man i haven't been happy in a long time why the fuck not it's because of you you're ruining your own happiness johnny it's fucking you okay anyway uh michaela and zach they whip out the freaking selfie cameras and they get pissed because they had a dumbass conversation about if decision day was today what would you pick and they both allegedly they both said no so then Michaela's like, oh, all right, then we'll sleep in separate rooms. And then Zach is like, well, I don't understand why we need to do that. Like, why are you switching things up? Things are going good. And then Michaela's like, things are obviously not going good if you're saying that decision day, if decision day today was a no. <laughs> um, he's like, no, but like, can't you just see the future? It's like, it's, it's four, like, these can still go up. It's, it's been four weeks. So I can, so I can understand that. I, I mean, I understand both sides. It's just that it's just a collision thing. And they always do this um so and then zach's like well you know if i'm gonna freaking sleep you know in another room then fuck that then i'm gonna just go home so i can sleep in a good bed you know i wish his freaking house burnt to flames so just he wouldn't stop going there like a little bitch and not take care of the situations that he needs to take care of you know like stay in the home my dude stay in the home and take care of your business stop running away ryan stop running away to your house johnny stop running away to your house zach stop running away to your fucking house all three of you guys are not ready for marriage and this is coming from a guy who lives with his parents you guys are not ready for marriage So, 14 days till decision day. Uh, Zach is talking with his brothers. And he says that Michaela has moved out again. She's sent this long ass text to him. Saying all this shit. Saying, it's like, oh, okay, you know, if decision day was now. And you said no. Blah, blah, blah. All this stuff. And I, I don't know. I didn't even want to write it down. It was too long. But yeah, basically Michaela moved out again. So... Um, yeah, so that's where that situation is. And of course, the next episode is the episode that we've all been waiting for since that whole, you know, next time on Married at First Sight thing is where she fucking blows the fuck up <laughs> and causes hell. Uh, the Hurricane K, hurricane season has begun. Okay, it's here. Well, it's coming, you know, next episode. So it's... Oh, I'm not even ready. I'm not. I'm not ready whatsoever. <laughs> it's going to be insane. At least I think so. But yeah, so that's the end of that episode. Oof. Craziness, man. It's only going to get crazier. But all right. Let's see. What what number are we on for these the 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 Skin Deeps the and self edition card game. This is number um number this is number 58 okay number 58 and it is list three list three potential outcomes whoa list three potential outcomes 
See, I don't know. See, like, <laughs> um, list three potential outcomes. That's crazy because it's going back and forth with my non-existent relationship and work. Like work is like work is like I I I get it done. You know, I'm finally working remotely, uh, doing what I want and making this money through um copywriting. That's one. Two, you know, I I guess I was talking about the crush last time. It well it's not over. It never began, but like what I mean is that it is pretty much 99.9% solidified that it won't work just because of just the newfound information that I received that like she, and this isn't, she didn't say this towards me. She said this towards somebody else where she said that she wouldn't be able to do a long distance relationship. And I completely understand that because I wouldn't want to have a long distance relationship with her at all. I would want to, I would want, I don't, I'm not saying that I wouldn't move to where she is, but I wouldn't want to be apart from her. If if this woman was my woman, I would I would want to be with her. I'd want to go either towards her or she'd come to me. But regardless of who moves where, I wouldn't want a long distance long distance relationship. I would want to be with her. So that would be the crushing thing. And it would be it, and for her to move over here, you know, obviously she'd leave all her family. And for me to move over there, she'd be leaving her family and that would suck for the both of us so i don't i don't i don't see how people do that so willingly i mean not willingly but like i don't see how people do that because that's amazing to just uproot your life for somebody else so i i completely contend with you guys because that's insane anyway list three potential outcomes yeah man freaking getting this money finally the way how i want it and also, yeah, yesterday, like, I was really, my mind was just so creative with all these new ideas. Like, yeah, I want to do all of them. And I just want to be in a position to do all of them. So, let's put, let's three potential outcomes. One, getting, getting this money from copywriting, which I, I need to do my courses again. Two, um, uh, just honing in being happy in a relationship like finally making the decision to be like all right you know what this, i'm going to i'm going to do it now i'm going to try and be in a relationship and have it be well and three just i guess just being happy i mean i know that doesn't sound good but like those are the three potential outcomes um i know this is kind of I know it's kind of like maybe saying it, saying one thing and the three potential outcomes, but I'm giving like three, three outcomes that I want out of my life. <laughs> um, so I'm, I don't know, I don't know if, I don't know if I answered that correctly, but that's, that's how I'm answering it. <laughs> All right. So, um, oh, that's the end of the show. Thank you for listening to the Inquisitive Nobody podcast. You can find this podcast on multiple digital service providers such as Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, Listen Notes, 
Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Vero at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D. That is at TinkPod. If you have any questions or topics you want me to discuss, you can email me at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com, and I'll read your suggestions on the next show. So, after today's episode, I'm not saying I have the dating world figured out, but I am getting closer to figuring out a way to live within it. Thank you for listening. My name is Martini Jean, and I am the Inquisitive Nobody. <laughs>